Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for tuning into Americana Music Profiles. The next episode starts right now. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Indiana singer-songwriter Carrie Newcomer has released 20 albums nationally throughout her decorated recording career. The Boston Globe referred to her as a prairie mystic. She received an Emmy for her PBS special, An Evening with Carrie Newcomer. Carrie joins us for this edition of Americana Music Profiles as we talk about her long career as a writer, a recording artist, and her new album, A Great Wild Mercy. Hi, Carrie. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, great to be great to be here. Yeah, thanks for uh, taking the time out of your day. I know you got a pretty busy schedule, and um, so I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. Well, thank you. Yes, uh, the new album, A Great Wild Mercy, is is you know out in the world, and um, yes, I'll be doing quite a bit of touring. Yeah, and um, this is um, number twenty. Is that right for you? Albums? Yes, it is. Wow. So, Congratulations! That's cool. Thank you. I'm kind of prolific, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you are certainly work very hard at it, and, and it's paid off, and so that's awesome. Well, and, you know, I, I'm really grateful, and I'm that I get to do this thing I love yeah, and yeah. continue to put out albums. And, um, yeah, and 20 albums in, you know, it feels really wonderful. This, this, I'm really excited about this new one, and I feel like it pushed a lot of growing edges and uh, I, I love the musicians who worked on this project so so it's fun it's yeah, really fun that's cool you are um based in indiana is that right yes uh, i'm in bloomington indiana um there's a it's uh in the southern hilly part of the state mm. and uh, there's a big music school, so lots of musicians in this area has that been home for you that part of the country or that state your whole life it has, you know, a little jaunts out, but um, but I'm really based from here and kind of grew up um, in Indiana, but closer to Chicago. Okay. Did but you, now I'm, I'm kind of down in the more southern part. Did you grow up um, around music? Did you have a musical family? What What was the influence for you that got you started on your musical journey? You know, I didn't really come from a musical family, but... Uh, I grew up in a little town. Uh, it was a little factory town in northern Indiana where 
a lot of the band instrument factories were located at that time. Selmer, Kahn, Armstrong, they were all there. Mm. So because of that, the public school system in this little town had a fabulous music program mm. okay. and lots of really good instruments. Yeah. So I encountered music um, through the American public school system. So I'm, I'm a huge proponent yeah. of okay. arts and school. Um, but it's definitely one of those things that uh, I've always leaned into, to music, to poetry, to story. Um, yeah, just, you know, creative endeavors. But, but, yeah, that's how I encountered music. Did you pursue that uh, further education in music after high school? When did the, when did the career piece for you um, become clear? Well, you know, I... You know, I, I picked up the guitar when I was a teen and learned my first three chords and started writing songs. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, I did a lot of that kind of, you know, I was, I was playing in the border bars <laughs> in Michigan <laughs> when I was a teenager. Um, but, you know, I didn't go to school for music. I, I think at that point in my life, I wasn't ready to risk the thing I loved the most. Uh -huh. Because sometimes yeah. you have to get ready to risk what you love the most. So mm. I went to school for visual, visual arts okay. because I'm chalking up all the safe and secure professions you could have. Yeah. You know, like check, <laughs> you know um, song, singer, songwriter, folks, yeah, check. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I got through school um, doing all the odd jobs you do in school. But I got through school uh, playing music and, you know, coffee houses and bars and bowling alleys and i played everywhere i, I think i played garage sales I mean, <laughs> you know? um, that's a new one i haven't heard that one before yeah, I, I think i played everywhere but you know i loved it and at, when i finished and i graduated it was really music that was calling me and so i was ready to take the risk with that thing yeah i loved the most and i've been following it ever since and if i'm kind of looking at reading liner notes and some stories about your career it, it seems like you kind of have a a theme uh if from the outside looking in I, I know that you have a lot of um causes and things like that that's that's personal to you um when do, is there a time that you were that you recall your um your musical identity or personality began to take shape and you sort of knew um what what you would be writing about and the things that would matter well, you know, I think, you know, I think that's an evolving, uh, an evolving story. And because, you know, I don't think I've ever written a song because I had an answer. I've always written songs because I had a question. Mm. And, and, um, and often I don't really know exactly what an album's all about. I have a sense of it, mm -hmm. of course. Um, I, I don't really know until retrospect, like, oh, I was writing myself into my next becoming, you know, mm, so. Interesting. So. That's how it usually works for me. But, you know, I think there was a point in my, my career where uh, I gave myself permission to do a couple things. And one was to sound like a Hoosier. Mm. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know I, I have a very Midwestern voice and I'm never going to sound and write like someone who grew up on the my island of Manhattan, uh -huh, you know. Uh -huh. And that's fine because there's a lot of people to do that. They don't really need me to do right. that. <laughs> um, my, that my most powerful voice my most potent voice would always be my truest voice and um that that something happens when you when you hear a song 
you know, you, you, we know it when a song is yeah. just can't noting it. And we know it when a song is just shock value. But when we feel a song has put its finger on the open palm of something true, mm. it shakes the world just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little bit. And, you know, why would I ever want to write any other way? I mean, why would I want to live any other way? Yeah. So, so, so I gave myself permission you know, at a certain point. And, and and also, I think, you know, just this idea, I write songs, but I write songs about something. Mm-hmm. There's, there are topics that continue to that call me and pull me in and fascinate me. Um, and some of the, those topics do show up on this new album. Uh, you know, it's called A Great Wild Mercy. And um, I think a lot of this album is about holding the tension of, you know, two things happening at the same time. You know, I say in the song, there's news of the world and there's news of the heart. And the news of the world will tell you uh, to be afraid, be afraid, be mm-hmm. very afraid, mm-hmm. then be enraged, and then be afraid, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, and that's and that's pretty much the uh, commercial media coming at us. Oh, yeah. But there's, but there's also news of the heart. And if you ask a, if you ask a person... Do you know anyone personally who is generous of spirit? Who, you know, <laughs> if you need someone, um, uh, to, you know, to, to borrow their truck, they will always be there. <laughs> yes. who, will, who will reach across all kinds of dividing lines, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know, for love, for family, for the food bank, you know, for whatever it is. Most people will tell you, I know a lot of people like that. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm like that. Yeah. That's the news of the heart. Mm, and so, you know, a lot of this album is holding that creative tension of, yes, we're living in really challenging times. And um, in A Great Wild Mercy, I say, I'm tired of the rage. I'm tired of the worry. I am ready for a great wild mercy. Mm. And this idea that there is still there is still this thread of decency and goodness, the news of the heart that's still is here mm-hmm. and operate in our daily lives. Mm-hmm. And so, so, yeah, so there's a lot of this, this album that is uh, engaging with questions and ideas that have fascinated me for a while. Start with a stone. It's like, it's really about getting down to basics. You know, where, where am I in this moment? So, I, you know, I, I can, I can, you know, I can get lost in two days down the, you know, down the road. Mm-hmm. But to start right here, right where I am, mm. you know, and that and that we have tremendous power in how we choose to live our daily lives. Mm-hmm. You know? I think that's the news of the world, too, that what, what can one person do? And I, I really believe that we have tremendous power in just how we live our lives. Yeah. And um, it shifts, you know, going back to the song idea, it shifts something just a little bit. Um, Every time we're true, mm. every time mm-hmm. we live into the moment. So, again, like I said, there's not a lot of candy coating on this album, but at the same time, <laughs> there is this idea of what is it that, yeah. that uh, that's still, that still threads through our lives that we can hold on to with uh, a certain kind of, yes, um, you know, I can step forward with this. How long had you been, or how, how long had you been writing the songs for this? project prior to going into the studio did, did you set down to write this album uh, like we kind of talked about earlier or were these a collection of songs out of present times 
Um, yes, my last album came out um, two years ago, and so everything has been written since then. So in the last couple of years, mm-hmm. um, there's a, there's three co-written uh, songs on this album. Uh, one was Siri Unling, who's uh, the writer for Humbird, just a wonderful uh, new young writer, um, and um, John McCutcheon. Mm, sure. Uh, over songs with John, and who is you know kind of a songwriter, songwriter. So um, it's, it was fun doing some collaborative mm-hmm. songs this time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and most of them, yeah, all of them have been in the last couple of years, but several in the six months before I went in the studio. Do you have a process that you enter into when you want to write? Do you have a writing habit? How does How does that work for you? It seems to be so different for everybody. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love it. You, know, you ask seven songwriters how they do it, you'll get 11 answers. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. and, and I love that, you know. Um, it, it's unfortunate, I guess, for the for the um, aspiring songwriter, because you, you get those 11 answers like, I'm not sure that helped. Because <laughs> it's it seems like there's a there's there's a bigger, bigger spirit behind the, the art of writing songs. You know, my process, um, it's very language-based. And so I do a lot of writing um, before I write the song. Um, I I write poetry. I have three collections of poetry uh, that are out and published in the world. And Mm -hmm. write essays and short stories. And a lot of my songs grow out of those writings. Mm, You know, know, sometimes a poem is a poem. But sometimes a poem is the seed that becomes a song. So for me, a lot of times it will start with, you know, just exploring a topic through uh, writing, and then and then I pick up my guitar and I, um, the music and the language start to happen together. Mm, okay. But, you know, but I know fabulous songwriters who start music first always, yeah. and uh, and I know music, you know, fabulous songwriters who's who who write li- straight lyrics just out and then and then go from there. Mm-hmm, so uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of ways people do it. I think I, I think you know I, I do teach songwriting workshops sometimes, and it's really finding what your personal rhythm, what really, um, yeah, um, yeah, you know what 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 gets your you know creative thought really going, yeah. and and then following that thread because you know, how another person does it may not be the best way for you to do it. When you write other than songs, you mentioned poetry, and I I think if I read right, you've done some other writings, uh, editorial style writings or or blog Mm -hmm. style writings. Do you, um, is that process kind of the same? It it, it sounds like um, there's there's almost a state of mind that comes to you when you begin to write. Yeah, I mean, there's it, it overlaps. You know, poetry is different than lyric writing. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they share a lot of the same tools, but they are different animals. Um, but yeah, there's 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 a lot of the same process. Um, I do have a Substack page now that a lot of writers um, 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 are doing newsletters. It's almost like a little online magazine. And mm. uh, that's been a great experience. It was a new thing this year for me. And it's been a great experience um, to really dive into my prose a little bit. Mm-hmm. And po- I'm posting poetry and prose and then, but also new songs, you know, demos and videos and things that are happening musically. I, I, 
I do love all these other kinds of forms of writing and it it's part of my process but I always come back to songwriting there is something about that format that always you know gets right to the heart mm. and and I think it's that combination mm-hmm. when you have language which is so powerful mm-hmm. and poetic language which means you can point towards something that's more than even what you say um storytelling i mean so powerful and yet you also have music mm-hmm. and everything that your language is doing is completely entwined yeah. with um what the music is doing they back each other up in a way and enhance each other and create something very different you know i Sometimes people will take lyrics and, and read them without the music. And I always think of that as it's it's a little bit like, you know, reading a novel and taking out, you know, all the verbs. Yeah, I understand. And so, yeah, there's I love all these different kinds of writing. and I'm super enjoying my Substack um, uh, page these days. But. Um, but it's always music. It's always songs that yeah. call me. Yeah, that's cool. And the street date on this is like this week, right? The the great a great wild mercy. Yeah. Friday is that right? Thirteenth is that yes. the, okay? Over thirteenth. Um, we have three singles. Three singles are already out, and so you can already hear three singles on the on streaming platforms um, wherever you stream. Um, but the full album drops on this Friday. So that's very exciting. And uh, I think you mentioned earlier some touring. What is What does it look like for you to take this album to your fan base? Oh, it's so joyous. I mean, it's really, like I said, I'm very excited about this album. Mm-hmm. And I, I, this particular tour is really um, diverse. You know, I have shows that I'm doing with a string quartet. Mm. Uh, uh I'm doing several, you know, many shows. Uh, I go out often as a duo with my pianist. Um, some shows that are a, a trio that I'm working with a, a wonderful fiddler mm. uh, for years. So it, there's a lot of different contexts that this music is coming into the world with this tour. And, and you know, that's really fun, too. I, I do want to lift up just, you know, the the other musicians on this album because sure. you know credit where credits due and I loved the interaction of musicians, um, uh, you know, uh, my longtime pianist that I've worked with for for many years, Gary Walters is on this project, of course, uh, but also um, the members of Hawktail, Paul Colbert, also who's in the Punch Brothers, mm-hmm. uh, and um, Brittany Haas. Uh, on violin and mandolin, uh, and Jordan Tice uh, playing all kinds of guitar and string uh, work, um, Jim Brock uh, doing percussion and, and all the drumming on this. So um, it was really an incredible um, co- combination of mm. people in terms of what people creatively brought to the process. We, we, <laughs> we actually uh, were at this artist retreat so we kind of like went to camp together yeah i have uh, the studio where i record um 
it's also an artist retreat with all these little cottages and this really beautiful area of southern Indiana. So we oh, all that's cool. A music camp. Do you will you get to take um, while you're on tour? Will you get to do some full band shows? Um, I don't have any with you know like your your basic you know bass drums, um, you know the the more standard uh, configuration of band. Mm-hmm. So I don't have any really lined up for this, at least in the next six months. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of ex- you know. There's a lot of string work on this album, so the string quartet stuff really makes sense. Um, uh, but I also love the intimacy of going out as a duo. Yeah, I always, you know, like I said, I, I I'm a, as you can probably tell, I'm a creatively restless person. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do something fun and creative, and yeah. let's put the growing edge here and and do a whole lot more work. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and a, you know, a human being should probably do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> will Will you be um, um, mostly regional? Do you? Will this be a national tour? Uh, it's a national tour. Yeah. yeah. I'm not. I'm not doing this one internationally. Um, but this one will be kind of all over the country. And I assume that your dates are on your website. People can can yeah. find out where to find you. Yes, they can go to my website, which is just carrynewcomer.com. Uh, and or check out my Substack page. Um, it's all there too. So, um, yeah, and you know, would love to see folks at a show. And I'm just really, um, uh, like I said, I'm really happy. It's joyous to take yeah. this one on the road. That's cool. I can hear it. So congratulations. That, that's so cool. I, I love the music, and I certainly wish you well with this album. And uh, we we appreciate you taking the time to to share your insight with our listeners. Um, I, we, it's always nice to hear what goes on behind uh, the finished product. So I, I appreciate your time today. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And, um, you know, just really appreciated talking to you today. And you ask great questions. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.